Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Left Wing. I am Desmond Price, the host of Independent Thought. To my left here is John, the host of Counterpoint Politics, and below us is Dr. Erica, the host of Cocktails and Capitalism. For my segment this week, I am talking about the end of Title 42, which is ending the day that we are recording this on May 11th of 2023. This has been circulating the news a lot over the years about the what the Republicans deem as the crisis at the border, you know, it is a relentless point of emphasis on Fox News and right wing media, so on and so forth. But in absolute fairness, there is a lot of chaotic things happening at the U.S. southern border over multiple administrations, and no one seems to be getting it entirely fixed. But let's talk specifically today about what's happening with Title 42, uh, how it got instituted, how it's ending and talking about the ideas of immigration around that. First and foremost, the thing that needs to be said is that when it talks about people coming to our southern border to seek asylum, they are leaving countries that they are feeling that they are you know, fleeing for their lives for some reason or another, or they're seeking economic opportunities in some cases, or they are you know, leaving some kind of a violent situation, uh, specifically what was happening with Haiti recently, having their government being essentially dissolved and people were leaving that country to come here to ours. This is all made possible, you know, after the World War II and more specifically with the Refugee Act of 1980, which allowed people fleeing persecution uh, to be allowed to seek asylum here in the United States or at the border without any fear of being sent back to the country that they were fleeing persecution from. Now, in March of 2020, uh, the CDC gave an order that the Trump administration enacted, and this was known as Title 42, which was allowing the U.S. government to take anyone who was seeking asylum and send them back, even though they were claiming asylum. Now, this was a measure they put in place specifically for the pandemic. Now, this, this order was given a time limit. It was supposed to expire last year in 2022. It faced several court challenges from several states. It got pushed back, got pushed back, sent to the Supreme Court, and now it is effectively being dissolved as of today. Now, in anticipation of this being dissolved, the Biden administration has sent 1,500 troops to back up Border Patrol and the, addition, the additional personnel that are at the border now. There's supposed to be thousands of border personnel across the four southern states and it has caused quite the frenzy because people from both sides of the aisle are now criticizing the Biden administration for not being ready to deal with the surge of people who are coming to the border. Currently, it's reported that there are 35,000 people in El Paso, 16,000 people in Tijuana, and 10,000 people at a town named Metamorphos. And with 10,000 more uh, people who are coming up through Central America as we speak. So... Title 42 being expelled left the Biden administration with one thing that they wanted to put in place, which is essentially something that Biden said that he wouldn't do on the campaign trail, which is when Biden was going into office, he said that Trump's remain in Mexico policy that he had tried to put into place, which was basically that if anyone was seeking asylum in America, they had to seek asylum in Mexico first. And if they didn't, then they had to stay there essentially. Biden's putting in a policy very similar to that now, where he's saying that if you don't seek asylum in another country, once you get to America, you are going to be deported immediately, which is something that he said he definitely would not do in office. So now that I've given a little bit of intro here, I want to kick the questions over to my panel here. John, Erica, do you think that there is a problem 
with uh, our immigration system here in America. And how do you how do you think we should go about fixing it? So this is a topic that I've spoken a lot about, um, you know, immigration, what do we do with it? I am a strong proponent of open borders. Um, I see very little reason why we spend billions upon billions of dollars to stop people from coming here to live, work and pay taxes. It would be as if I ran a hotel and I didn't let people in who were willing to pay me. Um, it, it, it makes very little sense to me because we could just streamline this entire process and get on with our lives, increase our working age population. We're having, a, as many you know, developed countries are right now, having an aging population crisis. It hasn't really hit us yet, but we need people in this country, especially young people, especially young, relatively poor people who are going to have a lot of kids. Um, these are all things that are very necessary. Um, and I, I've seen very few either moral or you know, logical arguments as to why we we should stop people from living here who want to live here and contribute to our society. Um, but that's my position. I think that Biden, he wouldn't have a problem with this you know, surge coming in if he didn't continue Trump's Title 42 policies um, from the get-go um, and just reverse them. But he continued to do that. And this is, this is a problem of his own making right now. Um, and he's choosing to go the conservative way on it. And it, it does blow my mind. Yeah, I mean, I th I think, and this is a massive problem that has been, um, you know, persisting throughout multiple administrations. Neither side can seem to uh, get immigration reform right. That and that is just kind of looming over us. And it this is such a hugely ridiculously divisive issue where, um, you know, folks in kind of my further left camp. Um, are are just kind of already very upset that there is this kind of escalation of um, boots on the ground at the border. So many more troops there, so many more National Guard troops trying to secure the border. And and this to leftists is is you know a, a atrocity. We shouldn't be just like militarizing our borders to keep people out. Um, then again, like if. Trump, if Biden doesn't do this, then the whole the right side just rips him apart, and and all of the optics that are going to come out of um, this flood of of people at the border at the end of this Title Forty Two, um, this is going to be horrific for the Biden administration and for his reelection and everything. So I don't know. I mean, we it, it's, it's such a messy issue. I am all for immigration and and finding a path for uh, asylum seekers. Um, I think it's ridiculous to try to, you know, make it so that no one can seek asylum in, in the U.S., which is what this Title 42 virtually did. Um, and yeah, I, I, this all just needs to be changed radically. <laughs> It's so and, fucked up. And, and before you jump in, Desmond, I just wanted to just even what you said there, Erica, of like, we have people coming like these the, the reminder that I always want to put out there is these are people who are legally entering this country seeking legal asylum. These are not people mm -hmm. invading the country. These are not people who are you know doing anything wrong. They're doing what yeah. we've told them to do. It's just that 
apparently our government doesn't want them to um and even though they said they could um and and that's the one of these just rhetorical problems going on here is i see so many you know people who are on the other side of this issue like it's an invasion it's illegal immigrants like no these aren't illegal immigrants these are legal asylum seekers um and they have a legal right to do to be here just as much as you and i do you know, the the thing that, you know, the conservative right likes to talk about a lot, they talk about a lot of different things on this issue, but one of the things they talk about is the fact that we don't have a great enforcement policy when it comes to people coming here to claim asylum. They say that people can just come here, say, you know, that they're in harm's way for whatever reason, and then basically what happens after that is that our policy is essentially to release them into the country, and then they have to come back for their court date. Sometimes they don't come back for their court date. And then people are just kind of just like lost within the country and there's no real way to figure out, you know, like where these people are, so on and so forth. Uh, to that effect, you know, I, I will state that there is currently a U.S. immigration court backlog of over 2.1 million cases. And this has been going on for over, over a decade now. It's going on in the Biden administration, Trump administration, Obama administration. The southern border is in massive need of just more immigration court judges and administration after administration has failed to put these judges down at the border. I mean, there is the question is if you keep just letting people in without really processing them correctly, the way that we're supposed to be doing at a certain point, doesn't it become unsustainable? Why would it become unsustainable? Because these people, as we have seen, they end up contributing more tax dollars over the course of their lives than they consume, especially their children, who the children of immigrants tend to be, on average, some of the most productive members of American society. And so I I don't understand how it would be unsustainable. I understand uh, influx all at once can put too much strain on the system. But if you gradually build up the system, be able to handle that strain, you're just adding people who, again, on average, will contribute more than they consume. To me, spending money to stop them from doing that is what is unsustainable because we're just losing money off of it. And also we have to keep in mind that there is a labor shortage. That we need to have people filling these low paying roles, which is that's what we have depressing to even for, think Erica. about. Yeah, that's why they ban. We don't have children. <laughs> we, <laughs> we are below replacement us. level. <laughs> <laughs> they're too uh, yeah. damn expensive <laughs> yeah yeah totally i know our generation just like it's so unaffordable to even have kids you gotta import them from <laughs> other places and, and underpay them <laughs> god no, I damn mean, i mean that's, erica that's you, so dark. You, yeah you it, it's dark and you laugh but it's true if you look at other countries with aging populations like japan who don't have the yeah. immigration that we do it's a catastrophic problem for them because yeah. it's a very just their society is not set up to be able to bring in immigrants. It's not many people worldwide speak Japanese, I, like just a lot of different cultural aspects. Mm-hmm. We can accept the, it is a great like we should be lucky that we have immigrants coming because the alternative problem is so much worse. Um, just look at what's going yeah. on in France right now. That's going to be us soon. You know, um, and yeah, yeah it, it's it's dark, but it's true. It's just an economic fact that we need these people to come in. 
um, and and we're currently spending our money to stop them. You know, I was watching somebody else kind of cover this subject a little bit earlier, and they were mentioning about how if Biden was doing right now, well, I'm sorry, if Trump was doing right now what Biden's currently doing, the media would be absolutely blitzing <laughs> everything, you know, as far yeah. as what's going on down at the southern border and the inhumaneness of what exactly has been going on. So just to kind of preface what's about to happen today, again, you know, currently, if people are trying to seek asylum, they're having everyone as of January now have to do so on this app. And this app apparently is something that like not everyone down on the border even has a phone that, you know, could actually, you know, download this app. But even if they do, there's no internet connection, you know, down at the border. So people are having to travel sometimes like, you know, hundreds of miles just to get to a point of internet service where they can use the app. Apparently the app doesn't work that well. It also seems to discriminate against people who have darker skin. So certain people had to like shine really bright lights on themselves in order to have the app even work in the first place. So I guess, you know, it just favors people who have lighter skin. That's funny. Not really. So it's, I genuinely don't think that's purposeful, but it is certainly like cosmic kind of on brand, like on brand. brand. (laughs) So just specifically stating here, because the Biden administration did, pushback saying that their new their new uh, effective policy here is different than Trump's remain in Mexico policy. Uh, I want to just state really clearly what Biden's new like policy is one more time. It's saying that they will deny asylum to most migrants who, who arrive at an official port of entry along the U.S.-Mexico border without having first applied for asylum in a third country traversed along the way. Migrants who do not schedule an appointment at the time of port of entry or use other available humanitarian programs will be deported to their home countries. This only makes exceptions for medical emergencies, children traveling alone, and Mexican nationals. To which they also noted that Mexican nationals made up about 11% of cases in 2022. So my favorite, one of my favorite accounts on Twitter called Tracking Biden from the Left, I highly recommend it for everyone to go check it out essentially pointed out what other people are saying. This is essentially an asylum ban for most people. Mm -hmm. The thing that Biden said again and again and again that he would not do when he was on the campaign trail. In fact, he openly just like came after Trump for the fact that people can't seek asylum in America. In fact, I think the video clip of him was saying like, oh, this is about families. Like, since when can't you not, you know, seek asylum in America? Like, that's wrong. I'm going to change that. He's not changing it. In fact, he's doubling down on it. So my question to you guys again, kind of like wrap this thing up here is why does the media not come after Biden more about what he's doing down at the border? I mean, when Trump did these exact same things, it was wild for for years. I'm going to go. This is a little bit tinfoil hat conspiracy theory, but not really, because, again, I actually don't understand any logical reason why Biden would be doing this. His base doesn't want him to do this. Conservatives are attacking what he's doing right now. They're going to attack him no matter what he does on this. So, like, you might as well go as far to your base. So I don't understand the political reasons for this. As I've already said, I don't understand the economic reasons for this. I don't understand the moral reasons for this. So the only (laughs) possible reason that I have for this is that the powers that be, the the people who hold power in this country, the rich and powerful, profit off of us not having open borders, off of us having illegal immigrants in this country that corporations can underpay uh, and and abuse Mm -hmm. and, and abuse their labor. And so they 
must be pressuring the government and lobbying the government to keep these immigration policies in place. It is the only possible reason that really makes sense to me. I'm not saying it has to be that, but I've yet to see a better explanation. I don't know. Maybe you have one, Erica, Um, but it really does blow my mind. I mean, I, I kind of chalked it up to, uh, you know, the, the democratic party always trying to appeal to the right, trying to satisfy the right, even though it's a lost fucking cause, um, trying to make people happy, even though, yeah, there's no way that you're going to make people on the right happy about immigration. They think that we've had open borders this whole time, you know? <laughs> and so they're not going to say, oh, wow, like, yeah, none of the, the concessions that Biden makes in relation to trying to strengthen border security is going to please people on the right. So why would you even try that? Just like you said, John, but I don't know, but uh, maybe, but I'm hearing your tinfoil hat explanation and it makes a lot of fucking sense. (laughs) I would love to hear, I would love to hear from anybody who ends up watching this video as well. If they want to drop a comment, tell me what their thoughts are on this situation. I would love to hear somebody else's thoughts on this, how they feel about the Biden administration's handling of immigration and about how our immigration system works in general. One of the final things I want to say is that The criticisms are at least coming from somewhere. The UN High Commission for Refugees said that Biden's new proposal is inconsistent with the foundational principles of international refugee law and recommend that the U.S. not adopt this policy. And I was also happy to hear that, you know, prominent voice on the left, John Oliver, you know, he did a video about this recently and he came out and kind of attacked Biden for this policy. And that's what I think more people need to do. You know, because obviously the right's going to attack him, as you were saying, no matter what he does, no matter what he says, no matter what policies in place, they will they will straw man him to death if they have to. They do not care. You know, they do not care whatsoever. <laughs> the Biden administration needs to hear from us, the people who vote from him, yeah. the vote for him, who vote yeah. for Democrats. They need to hear from us. You know, like we are their base. We are their voters. We keep them in power. We provide their paychecks, essentially. So we need to be the ones coming out full force and saying that this needs to stop. They need to hear from us because that's the best chance that we have that anything changes. Because if the right can play all day long, it's not going to matter. But if it comes from us, it actually stands a chance at least. I'm not saying it will happen because we all know how it's going with marijuana reform in this country. Everyone's mad about that. Uh, but, you know, we have a better chance of getting somewhere if people are, you know, criticizing their own elected officials. Yeah. And I I think that one of the problems with this entire immigration situation is that when Trump's in office, when Republicans are in office and doing bad things with immigration that piss us off, it's really easy to get pissed off and go like, I blame that guy. Screw him. We're going to get mad at him or her, you know. Um, But the flip side of that is when it's a Democrat office and they're doing the same thing. It's like, well, I can get mad, but how is it going to benefit me? And this issue, unfortunately, and this might upset some people, but I do think internally, it doesn't really affect most Americans. It's, you know, like, like unless you're living in one of these areas, unless you know immigrants personally, it's not an issue that actually affects you. And so it's far less likely to get positive momentum than labor laws, than abortion, than, than all these other things, because it doesn't affect us. And so we have a propensity to stay quiet on this matter when a Democrat's in office, even though they don't do much different than the Republicans do. Um, but we get really mad at it when a Republican's in office. And I think it yeah. needs to be a look inward moment for a lot of people on the left of, hey, why aren't you getting as mad at this as when Trump did it? And 
and kind of uh, what you brought up earlier, Desmond, about the media's representation of it. I think that plays a big role here. If if the the left media is not upset about this when Biden is in power, then other people aren't going to really even know. I mean, unless you're doing the research and you're trying to drive this issue forward, um, someone that's really invested in it, you're not hearing about it and it just doesn't touch you. And you're like, whatever. 